Welcome to Sales Tech Stars Sales Star Podcast. This is where we feature news, tips and insights on B2B sales. Happy to have you here. Wayne Gomes, co-founder of Grapevine 6, an AI-powered profiling platform that lets salespeople share highly relevant, valuable content to establish trust and credibility with prospects and buyers, joins us in today's episode of the Sales Star podcast. Welcome to the show, Wayne. It's great to have you here. Tell us a little about yourself and your entrepreneurial journey so far. What are some of the best things from your second-time journey as a tech entrepreneur? That's something we'd really like to know. Yeah, awesome. Well, Thank you for having me on the show, Paroma. I think probably the biggest learning I've had, especially on my second go around, is that perseverance really pays. The entrepreneurial journey is, you know, the key word there is journey. It is a journey. There's lots of ups and downs, which everybody knows, I think. One of the things that is probably not spoken about enough is that the really great stories you hear about, those usually have happened to people that they haven't just gotten lucky but they've worked really hard and they've persevered they've persevered through some really hard times and for a long period of time and yeah. for a long period of time most of them have not given up when a lot of others would i think for me that's the biggest difference you know both companies i've worked on have are now uh, relatively successful and those successes each have come after many years of working at it. I think that's probably the biggest thing. It's the perseverance that pays off and the folks that actually stand in and don't give up. They're the ones that ultimately see the success in in my opinion. Absolutely. And and I'm sure in your journey you've you've seen how marketing and sales has evolved over the years, especially being a tech entrepreneur, one of the one of the biggest requirements is that you sell your own product. But given all the latest innovations in martech and sales tech, a marketing or sales person's job is actually harder now than it was before. It's harder to cut through the noise. So it would be great if you can talk about a couple of innovative ways for sales people in technology sales especially to capitalize on social selling to cut through all that noise faster. For sure. Um, so th- there, there's a couple of things here. Um, you know, there's a couple of things that you should do, and social media can help you dramatically do those things. There's also a lot of things you should never do. So one of the biggest things that I think has changed, I'd say this has changed even in the last three or four years, never call somebody unless they're expecting your call. I think we've kind of evolved into this day and age where everybody looks at their phone and they kind of know who's calling them. So unless it's somebody that you know really well, as an example for me it's my wife, the babysitter, the school, those calls I know when they're coming, I'm going to take those calls all the time. When there's a phone call that I don't know who the person is, first of all I'm unlikely to answer it and second of all, if I do answer it and it's something irrelevant, like somebody trying to pitch me, I'm pretty upset about interrupting my day. and every buyer out there is like that as well. So never call people. It is a digital world. You need to reach out to them digitally because in a digital world the buyers have control and that's what they want to deal with you as a seller. So that's the first thing. The second thing about that is there's many ways to reach out to them and you got to figure out which digital channel the buyer is comfortable with. So as sales reps we all use email, but sometimes it's not email that works. It might be I have a lot of clients who respond well over text messaging. It's short, it's personal, they respond faster. It could be a LinkedIn message, 
Sometimes if you're trying to cut through the noise, maybe you want to comment on a LinkedIn post. Maybe you want to really research them, find something that's very relevant and post it to social and tag them in it. These are all slightly different techniques in doing the same thing. 10 years ago, we would pick up the phone and call a buyer. Today, there's a myriad of channels and techniques that you use to communicate with that same buyer and capture their attention. It's definitely not a phone call. And I think for the majority of buyers out there today, that, that actually has the opposite effect. Absolutely. Obviously, today's salesperson has a lot of channels to choose from. So what, according to you, are some of the biggest challenges you see client-facing people, especially people in sales, in technology sales face today, besides cutting through the noise? And what tools would you advise them to use more of to help them address these challenges? It's a really good question. So number one, we've already said that there's a myriad of channels and as a digitally enabled salesperson, you got to get comfortable in using all of them. Certainly there's a whole range of social channels and depending which industry you're in, one or the other will be more relevant. I'm in B2B, so that makes LinkedIn and Twitter highly important. Within the channel, there's different ways to communicate, not just direct messaging, but when people post stuff and your commentary on it and there's so many different interactions that you could have with the user. You got to be aware of them and you got to be comfortable using those. But the second part of it is the content of your digital communication in any of these modalities really matters. And so that's where, in many ways, this part of the game hasn't changed that much. In order to resonate with your buyers or with your prospects, there's got to be a personal aspect to it. You got to do something to stand out that really appeals to them personally. It can be as simple as I was talking to a prospect recently and her first name was the same as my daughter. And I mentioned that and I asked her, hey, do you know what the origins of that name are? And it was a way to stand out. It could be deeper than that, where you truly understand their role. I often deal with financial services and understanding the nuances of somebody in compliance and their specifics of their role and what I've learned about it, being able to mention something about that in a communication immediately indicates to that user that I do have very deep knowledge on, on their day-to-day -day life and they're more likely to respond. So that personalization really, really matters. And social is, is such a powerful tool for that. It tells you so much about the individual and who they are, potentially both professionally and personally. It gives you so many ways to come up with that really personalized content. And if you're able to communicate that content over the right channel, I think today there are so many powerful ways to stand out that just didn't exist before. Absolutely. If you're creative enough, you're able to leverage that and do it really well. Great. So obviously when it comes to B2B sales and you are in B2B sales, while innovation is the name of the game today, especially when you need to stand out from all this noise, can you share a couple of creative tips that you were just talking about, especially for sales teams, so that they can shorten their prospecting time and overall sales cycle? Because B2B sales is so famously known for their ever so long sales cycles. So what would you suggest? For sure. So there's a couple of things I like to do with this. So on the pure prospecting side, there's lots of tools out there that you can install into your, for example, into your email client. I use Gmail. 
and there's an app called Tout that mm-hmm. you can install. There's another one called Yesware, and there's a whole range of these tools. But what they really do is, is they kind of give you a lot of help inside your email client where they can actually track things like, hey, when I sent an email to this particular user, did they actually open and read that email? And so understanding whether my outreach is, is actually having success is an important thing. There's other tools that we can use as well that will help recommend content that would be of great value to that user to share with them. So Grapevine 6 is, is one of many tools that does that with, you know, and full disclosure, that's that Grapevine 6 is my company and my product, but you don't have to use it. You can still accomplish what it does by using other tools or even use it just using Google. So one of the things you're able to do with it, for example, is if you have a prospect who has actually published or posted something to LinkedIn, say, you can actually go take that article they've posted. Number one, you should read it. But number two, you can actually use Grapevine 6 to find other articles that are very related to that article. And I like to take that and add it to the commentary of the post for that article and say, hey, this was a great article. Have you read this? It's very relevant because X, Y, and Z. Now, you can do that. I was doing that 10 years ago, long before I had started Grapevine 6. I was actually doing that using Google. And it is amazing the response you will get from that because it subtly says to the buyer, hey, this person took the time to not only read my article, but to then offer something of equal value back to me. Yeah. It's a very different kind of... And it creates a good common ground. That's right. In the digital world, those are the kinds of things that you can do. Most of them are free. They just take some effort and some thoughtfulness. And one of my, the most, the things I'm most excited about with digital selling is that's the one thing that hasn't changed. It's all about that act of thoughtfulness. That still is paramount. You just execute it digitally. Absolutely. So I think uh, these were some great insights and some great sales tips during this conversation and episode. Wayne, thank you so much for participating. Before we wrap up for the day, though, are there any additional sales or revenue generation tricks that you'd like to share with our audience? Yeah, I think the last part about it is I think you should always be learning. That's a huge part of how you grow as a digitally enabled sales rep and there's some incredible books out there worth reading. I'm reading a book right now called The Signal from the Noise by Nate Silver. And it really kind of speaks to generally, you know, how do you understand the signal that is being broadcast out there, whether it's in social or any other medium? How do you understand those trends and use them effectively? So whatever it is you're going to do out there, always try to make a habit of reading about the digital world because that will educate you and more importantly will give you more and more ideas of how to be effective out there. These are some great insights. Thank you so much for your time today, Wayne, and we hope you have an amazing day ahead. Awesome. Thank you, Paroma, for having me on the show. Much appreciated. 